It's time to go into business for yourself. Get ready for another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. Education, insights, and inspiration. Here's your host, small business and franchise expert, Tom Scarda. And welcome to another episode of the Franchise Academy and this is a serious show today. <laughs> so, of course, we're always going to joke around, but we are doing sexual harassment and sexual harassment policies for the workplace, and obviously an important issue. So, again, my name is Tom Scarta, and I am the host of the Franchise Academy, and I'm the founder and president of the Franchise Academy. And what we do here is help people understand the world of franchising, the pros and cons of owning a franchise, and also advice on running a franchise and and helping turn your private business into a franchise. So we do it all, including financing and everything that you need. And so today, I think, is an important issue uh, at hand, and it's the sexual harassment. And, you know, it's been going going on for, for years and years and years, unfortunately. Many companies have sexual harassment training. I know that when I worked for the New York City subway, we were doing sexual harassment training back then, uh, and that was in like the the 80s and the 90s. Uh, now it's serious business for everyone, you know, with the Me Too movement and uh, all that going on in the background. I think business owners, small business owners, even local franchise owners need to know the laws, the rules, the regulations. So I'm bringing in the foremost expert in America on this, and her name is Mary Simmons. Mary has been in HR for over 25 years. So she's a human resource and training professional, and she helps businesses achieve success by knowing kind of what the parameters are in their in their own business. She's currently the director of human resource consulting for Portnoy, Messenger, and Pearl and Associates, uh, a labor relations and human resource consulting firm. So Mary, welcome. Thank you, Tom. I'm not sure I'm the foremost expert in I think you are. Okay. All right. I'll take that title. I'll take that title. I mean, you know it. You're the one that I go to when I have HR questions. You know, I think the sexual harassment thing uh, is something that everyone knows about, but not everybody as a business owner is thinking about. So give me your take. What, What are you doing with business owners to help them understand, you know, the parameters of this whole thing? Yeah, it's it's actually scary for business owners, I think. I mean, first of all, we have the Me Too movement out there, which makes it seem like somebody's accused and automatically executed. Yeah, if you guilty will. before proven innocent. Right, exactly. Yeah. And I, I, the first piece of advice that I'd want to use give business owners is this isn't Hollywood, right? So there there should be an investigation. But the second piece of advice is... I wouldn't relax on on this topic because your employees know more than you do. So there's a lot of information out there. And as a business owner, you're you're susceptible to lawsuits. And so you have to protect yourself. So what's what's the risk? I mean, if if somebody if I own a little, you know, sandwich shop or I own a little deli or I own, you know, some little franchise somewhere in America, you know, a maid service. And somebody and I learn of or I or somebody actually comes to me, an employee and says, hey, I feel uncomfortable working with this person for whatever reason. Well, what do I do? Right. So so let me let me just mention that New York State and New York City now have mandatory sexual harassment training for every employer. So New York State is every employer, one or more. 
and New York State is over, uh, New York City is over 15, and California's had that training for a long time. So I do see this mandatory training coming forward for a lot more states. But of course, I recommend it for any employer in any state. And that's the first thing you're going to do to protect yourself. The other thing is, if you have an employee come forward, you have to do an investigation. Again, it's not Hollywood. You can't automatically terminate the person that was accused because this could be a he said, she said, she said, she said, he said, because <laughs> right. it, it could be same sex sexual harassment That's and right. it doesn't have to be of a homosexual nature. It could, it's not always the male supervisor to the female subordinate. So we're seeing a lot of cases. Last year, sexual harassment claims were way up this year. My prediction, and I don't, I don't think you need a crystal ball, um, the claims are going to be up even higher. And as the business owner, you're liable. They can sue your organization, but they can sue you. So Tom, if you were a business owner and I was your employee, I came forward and said, Joe, that I work with sexually harassing me. And even if I said, don't say anything, I just want to tell you because I feel uncomfortable. As the business owner or as a manager in a business, you have to act because if you don't, and then I go to the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and say I was sexually harassed, even if I tell them I told you not to do anything, you're now liable. You see something or hear something, you have to do something about it. And you have to do an investigation and and take copious notes to protect yourself. Okay. And and it's, you know... And I think that should be done anyway. And I think it's an uncomfortable situation for some people when it happens. So some people try to maybe brush it under the rug uh, and hope it goes away. And and a lot of times it probably does go away. But in that one instance where somebody really feels uncomfortable or for some reason doesn't like you as, as an employer and decides, hey, I'm going to go do something. I mean, just you could be in big, big trouble. And that in itself is scary. So if you're a franchise company, as an example, um, so you do training of your employees um, and you're training them, you know, how to run your computer system, you're training them how to do marketing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Should they take, you know, an hour or whatever it is right. to bring in somebody like you to do a sexual harassment course for their new franchise owner? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Even if you're not in New York State where it's mandatory. Um, And as you said, you had the training a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Back in my career with in banking, we did it 30 years ago. We were giving this training. You have to protect yourself because, listen, the first thing that's going to happen when you if you go to a court of law um, and somebody brings you up on charges or somebody in your organization, the the judge is going to say, well, what did you do as a business owner? to protect that employee. Training is the first thing to protect them. The other thing is to have a policy so they know where to go and who to talk to and a policy that shows you'll do an investigation and there's no retaliation. Ah, so you have so the um the idea of a policy makes a lot of sense now that you said that. So Definitely. it so do I need to go to um, an attorney for this or does your organization uh, yeah, draft no, something like that. Yeah, we do employee handbooks. So you don't have to have an employee handbook by law, right? So there's no law out there that it's, says you have It's to funny. Have I don't want to interrupt you, but yeah, in, in franchising, yeah, you do. You got to have that as part of the training. But, my, my bad. So yeah. I just learned something. Yeah. So, Thank you. Yeah. So you should have a handbook mm-hmm. um, but because there's a lot of laws, federal and state, that have to be given to your employees in writing. 
So why not put that in a handbook along with all the other things that you want to say, like time off so that you can maybe attract people to your organization. So handbook is the place that that policy would go. And you just have to make sure that you're updating it as per the laws in your particular state. Right. And it just, I think it makes everybody feel a little bit better, whether it's the employee's or the judge when it comes down to it. Oh, that, and you could stand up and say, you know, this happened. I trained my employees ahead of time. You know, it just protects you. But it also, before anything happens, if you do that and you're proactive, it makes you look good as a business owner. Oh, absolutely. It makes you look more professional. If I was to join an organization and they're just, you know, off the top of their head trying to remember their policies and procedures, mm. that's that's not an organization I'd want to join. And it's going to be harder to recruit people going forward. We have, you know, almost zero, you know, unemployment in most states. Right, right now. Yeah. Um, and that's amazing. So what else should we know about the sexual harassment law? So we're based in New York and you're in New York. And so in New York, it's very, very um, top of mind and it's mandated, as you said. Right. But exactly. in other states, I believe it's it's going to spread. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Um, so what do people need to do if they're outside of New York, if they really want to be proactive, what should they do? Every organization should have a policy on sexual harassment. So part of that policy should be if I feel like I've been sexually harassed. And listen, even though sexual harassment is top of mind right now because of the Me Too movement, we also include discrimination because yes. sexual harassment is discrimination based on sex. So part of that policy should be discrimination. And that policy should include, if I feel like I've been sexually harassed or discriminated against, who do I go to? What do I do? And you have to make sure, and I know some of the franchises are small, but they need to have more than one person they can go to. Because Mm -hmm. again, my example, if you're my manager, Tom, and you're the one sexually harassing me, I have nobody to go to. Right. 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 Um, In New York, you have to give the outside external um, agencies you can go to. But I also recommend it for other, you know, organizations in other states. Everybody can go to the EEOC, which is the federal agency. But part of that policy also should be what are supervisors supposed to do? And none of the states except for California make manager training mandatory, but your managers are who's going to protect you. They're on your front lines. Mm. They're dealing with your employees when you're not at your franchise or if you know, you're not managing at your franchise, your managers are the ones that need extra training. And the retaliation is a big deal. Right. It is. And and it's, it's so it's interesting, you know, in the franchise world, there's really two sets of people that are kind of responsible. You have the franchisor, the company, right? and they do the training of the franchisees, but they don't do the, fran- the training of the franchisees' employees. Um, and there's there's a whole different topic that we could talk about at another time, which is joint employer. Right. Um, we could talk about that later. But um, at the local level for a franchise owner, they should take it upon themselves to do some training, you know, right in their, you know, bagel shop, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we also provide e-training, which is much easier, especially for you know, a franchise that's a retail establishment. So e-training meaning online? 
meaning online training, it does meet the New York requirements. And then we do have training for the other states as well. And that makes it a lot easier. You can pay your employees. Don't forget, mandatory training has to be paid. But it's about an hour. You can just send the link to your employees and say, get this done. You'll know when it's done because we you know, you can get into the system to see that. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. It's so, cause what are you going to do? Shut down your store. You know, if you have a store that operates, you know, seven days a week, you don't want to do training at 9 PM at night. You're not going to have a captive audience. Wow. That's brilliant. Yeah. The e-training really works. They can take it from their smartphone even. So, and then that means I have a record that they actually took the the training. Right. And you keep that and God forbid, again, litigation comes forward. You've got the proof that you at least did the training. You don't do that training and you don't have a policy. You've just tripled your fines. Mm -hmm. And sometimes these cases come up and, you know, the attorneys here that I work with will say, oh, we're going to win this, but it'll cost the employer more to win the case than to settle. So they, they do end up settling a lot of times because it's less expensive. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot. Like I said, your employees know more than the owners sometimes. Hmm. Well, that's awesome. And this is great information, Mary. Is there anything else that you want to say about the sexual harassment policies? Um, I just think that, you know, I think it's prudent that everybody read up on it and get more information. Obviously, you can reach out to me anytime to get that information, but it's readily available through the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. But, you know, get get yourself educated on this so that you can get on top of it, do the training and do the policy. So I'm going to put all your links on our website, the Franchise Academy Podcast.com. But how could people get in touch with you and, and what's your website? So I can be reached at M for Mary Simmons, S-I-M-M-O-N-S at PMPHR.com. The number here is 516-921-3400. And our website is www.PMPHR.com. Well, that is awesome. I appreciate it, Mary. Thanks for taking this time out and explaining the sexual harassment policies for us. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. My pleasure. Thanks again, Tom, for having me on. This has been another episode of the Franchise Academy Podcast. For more info, go to our website, thefranchiseacademypodcast.com. Remember to subscribe to Tom Scar's YouTube channel for educational videos on franchising, education, insight, and inspiration.